Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 86 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I am your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It's great to be back on a cold winter evening here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, I was out last week uh, due to surgery, but I'm on the mend. I'm back. I'm excited to be here with uh, a really fun set review show for you tonight. Um, as always, joined by two of my favorite people, Hydralisk. Welcome back. How are you doing tonight? I am doing awesome. And it's nice to see you back. I'm glad that you're done with your surgery and you're on your way to recovery. That's great. Um, coming at you guys from the greater Vancouver area, where is also a quote unquote cold winter day i mean it's not too bad there, there there's worse places to be uh, no snowfall yet but i am also excited for the show that we have tonight and i'm just happy to be here very good very good and of course electric sheep city great to see you how are you doing doing fantastic doing pretty okey ready to rock and roll talk about some new cards uh, glad that you are on your road to recovery uh further and further each day um and i hate to break it to y'all but uh you know, I live in Southeast Texas. It was 80 degrees earlier today. <laughs> if I could wear shorts to work, I would have. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's... So no frost on your windshield this morning? <laughs> no, a, a little bit of, um, <laughs> like, uh, dew from it being, like, so warm overnight. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What can All you right. do? Right? So, well, uh yeah, I was yeah. just going to say, we've, we've got a little bit of a, a change up for y'all tonight. So I hope that uh, it's it's fun and, and thank you all for being here. Absolutely. So for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. Let me briefly explain how this show works. So of course, we record the podcast live every Friday evening here at twitch.television slash born to be wild HS. And the video version of this podcast is then posted to YouTube the very next day. Nate's uh, incredible and does quick work at it. Audio versions are also distributed to all podcast platforms. However, you're watching or listening to this podcast today. Thank you. Yes, you. <laughs> awesome. And hey, before we get to the main topic of our show tonight, I want to say a big, quick thank you to Shokunin and to the patrons of our show. Your support means the world to us. If you enjoy this content, please like, subscribe, comment on this video. If you're watching it on YouTube, it would help us out a ton. Another way to support the show is to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or your podcast platform of choice. This uh, helps other people find the show. And hey, if you're watching it live on Twitch, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we do have a bunch of awesome emotes that you can unlock by subscribing to this channel. This is free if you use Amazon Prime and uh, working with our artists to get a couple more emotes on the way. So that's really exciting. Uh, finally, you can join our Patreon for some great bonus content for as little as a dollar per month. If you'd like to interact with us, please join our Discord. It's a free and amazing online community with friends that we've made all across the world who love talking about Wild Hearthstone. Uh, links to all this stuff and more can be found on our website, which is www.borntobewildhs.com. All right. Uh, Hydra, what uh, what is going on this week? Well, this week in Hearthstone news, we have the new expansion, Fractured, Fractured in Alterac, 
It's coming out next Tuesday, December the 7th. That's really quick. By the time you're listening to this, it may be out already or it's coming out in the next couple days. So this is really exciting. The new cards have been posted on the Hearthstone website as of the 24th of November. And so we've been taking a look at these cards. Hopefully you guys have been too. And that's going to be the focus of the show tonight. We're going to be talking about these cards. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So the main focus for tonight's show, like Hearthstone or like, <laughs> you can tell I'm rusty because it's we I took a week off for I surgery. I am Hearthstone. <laughs> like my friend Hearthstone, Hearthstone. Like my friend Hearthstone was saying over there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, this is the set review. Okay. So normally, historically, we've done a full length, in-depth analysis of all of the new cards, which typically lasts like eight to 10 hours. And we are not doing doing that this time uh so a little bit of a different approach okay uh as a wild focus show it's pretty typical that only a handful of cards have a meaningful impact on wild each expansion uh this is because the decks that we see in wild are typically so refined that a new card has to be either good enough to replace a current card in in an existing deck or to create a brand new deck or archetype uh which happens from time to time um definitely the dwarven district <clears throat> yes yeah, the quest lines uh, quest lines in general were like oh my <laughs> yeah. god uh so yeah we saw that definitely uh big shake up last time with the quest lines uh and we saw our first ever banned wild cards which was pretty crazy uh so here's what we're doing tonight rather than going through all of the cards we uh independently reviewed every card for the entire expansion we scored them and then we um we, we tallied and averaged the scores, and then we, we've got our top 13 cards here uh, that we're going to talk about, in particular, why we think they're good, how we think they'll impact the wild meta, um, and, and kind of get into them that way, because it's not worth talking about a bunch of cards that we don't think are going to make a difference. Uh, if you think we missed anything, please let us know. It's always fun to be proven wrong. So um, yeah, anyways, without further ado, we're going to jump straight into it. So um, I will uh, kick off the first card and then pass over to Hydralisk. Uh, so the first card that we're going to be talking about tonight is Spammy Arcanist. Okay, this is a neutral card. It's an epic five mana three four with battle cry deal one damage to all other minions. If any die, repeat this. Um, like this card is crazy. It's basically defile on a stick, right? I mean, it's a it's a five mana defile, but it's a, it's got a three four body as well and um but it's neutral so you can play this in any class and by the way it's odd so if you for some reason wanted to jam it in any of your odd decks like you could do that um so yeah Perfect i odd demon hunter let's go <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about odd demon hunter is that a thing <laughs> oh man odd paladin kill all your dudes <laughs> <laughs> i do think this is strong though i mean defile mm -hmm. goes in basically every single warlock deck right and this and now we've got like a, a neutral defile i don't know it's so we'll see i mean it, it's really difficult to kind of score the cards in a vacuum without play testing them so like i don't know but but the effect seems so strong so I, i'm looking I think, forward to this one i think it's worthy of noting that it says all other minions it doesn't just say all minions because if like then it would have you know it's got only four health then it would just kill itself eventually right 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 so so no matter what it survives i think that's pretty cool yeah well and someone compared this someone said oh five man it's so slow but then someone said uh 
you know, um, in, in Warlock for the longest time we played, um, oh God, now I can't think of the name, the seven mana one that did two damage like repeatedly until, uh, something oh, lived. Lord Godfrey. Yeah. Godfrey. Yeah, Godfrey. Yeah, absolutely. So if Godfrey is, you know, seven mana, we could play this at five. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely interesting. So, yeah, I, I think of note, the fact that it's five mana, yeah, it's a little bit slower, but the kind of harder thing to achieve with that is that you have less mana to, you know, ping things off or, or get them down to where they're at that break point to, you know, defile things off. That's the the really powerful thing with defile is that only being two mana, you have more mana to, to get things down to where they can, it can be a full board clear. So um, I rank this one a little bit lower, which is why it is one of our lower rated cards here. Yeah. Uh, all right, Hyder, what do we have next? All right, next on our list is one of the hero cards. It is the Shaman hero card. It's eight mana. It is Bruken of the Elements. And it reads, Battlecry, call upon the power of two elements. And to be noted, it gives you five armor as well. Now, these two elements that it speaks of, there's actually multiple options of elements that you can get. So the battle cry, you can get either there's lightning invocation, there's earth invocation, fire, and water. Now, you get to pick two of these right off the bat as your uh, initial battle cry, and then afterwards, your hero power is just to use one of these each turn. So... I'm going to read off each what each one of these does so that you can understand. But the So the lightning is deal two damage to all enemy minions. The earth is summon two, two, three elementals with taunt. Fire is deal six damage to the enemy hero. And water is restore six health to all friendly characters. So I really think this is a really interesting card that could slot into multiple shaman decks right now seems like a really good control style card you can either clear the board you can get defensive you can you know go face because there's the option to just deal the direct damage so you have options you get those first two and then afterwards you have your hero power which i think is really really neat what do you guys think about this one yeah i think it's really really cool um very versatile you can choose from uh, you know you have the option of all four of them um, and then of note too, whenever your your very first hero power comes up, it'll be one randomly between the other two that you didn't choose in your initial mm-hmm. pick, right? Uh, so if you really, really, really want to do three of them, you can choose the two that are most important, like, you know, dealing with the board and healing your own face. And then you can roll it for, you know, the the taunts afterwards to, you know, that's that's your your dream but you'd rather have the the board clear you know and and the healing more than that i don't, I don't know kind of depending on what your um needs are you can kind of suit that in and of itself so after that it's all random um i think it's really really cool really versatile being able to just have that basically like dr boom rotating yes. hero power yeah. is so cool and they're they're all really powerful like feral spirits but without the overload and cheaper but what (laughs) i'll take it it. it's crazy yeah yeah for sure and you know this is interesting i i I like the versatility i think it was um you know goliath who said that uh it's kind of a throwback to kalimos um from journey to angora Mm. which i think is cool uh and you know i don't know like it 
I, I scored it a little bit lower, I think, than y'all did, uh, just because um, I, I wasn't kind of sure where this fit, but I think that I like the versatility and, um, you know, it, maybe maybe some kind of control shaman comes back, maybe big shaman comes back, maybe we throw this in Shutterwalk, something like that, um, because it's just kind of the late game swing seems fun to me. And hey, if you play it with Shutterwalk, at, at some point, like you can refresh your uh, two elements again or whatever, and maybe pick two different ones. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so yeah, it seems fun. But but yeah, this is a this is a neat card. Yeah, and even if it doesn't end up seeing play, it'll be a fun card. So it'll it'll work worm its way into some decks on that that uh, value alone. <laughs> I swear, for the hero, the hero cards are always ones that I'll craft in gold, and so yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I'm excited for these anyways. I'm sure the animations will look rad and always excited for new stuff. Uh, all right, Sheep, what's up next? Yeah, so our next one is another hero portrait, another hero card, and that is Zyrella the Devout. So Zyrella is, of course, the priest hero card. She is eight mana, the battle cry, trigger the death rattle of every friendly minion that died this game. Like the other hero cards, she gives you five man or five uh, armor, and then your hero power becomes one of two, and it rotates as well. So um, the uh, two titles are Holy Touch, restore five health, flip each turn. The other side of that coin is Void Spike, deal five damage. Of course, flip each turn because it flips back and forth. So you can heal for five, then you can deal five. So if you're trying to control the board, five damage is substantial. If you're trying to go face, I mean, that's a mind blast. That's pretty, pretty powerful as well. And then if you're healing up, you're healing for five. If you're healing, you know, if you're, you know, some sort of death rattle big priest, you're healing your big minions on board for five or healing your own face for five. So the hero power itself is really powerful and you get to engage all of your death rattle effects. Uh, that seems, you know, it's a different take on a big priest, but it could be a kind of death rattle big priest build that I'm excited to play around with. Will it be as good as regular big priest? Probably not, but it'll be pretty cool. Well, Variety is the spice of life. Let me let me ask a question, Hy- hypothetically. So I, I see yeah. it in big priest, I do. But uh, aside from that, like, okay, this hero power flips each turn. How does this work with Raza? Like if my hero power does five damage, mm-hmm. uh and then refreshes like when it refreshes is it going to be the same or is it going to flip and when um oh no 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 i'm sorry you can only use it once huh i, yeah, I guess yeah, it's it's, it's the it's the and when it gives it refresh all right my bad yeah. um okay i was like i got excited for a second there was like five that's that's a lot of mind blasts uh, <laughs> yeah that would be broken <laughs> that yeah, would be insane right i do see it in big priest um because right now like they're running scrapyard colossus so even the value off of that um that's just gross you know there's potential there <laughs> uh if you'd have to build the deck a little bit differently right but if you put in mm-hmm. the um the infiltrator uh, our our favorite uh <laughs> at, at greetings. greetings fellow humans right <laughs> So you you destroy your opponent's stuff. You can use light shower elemental to gain some health. Uh, you could people you could start using the um, obsidian statue again to mm-hmm. kill their stuff. Kill more things. Um, yeah. And so it's a little bit different build, but like it's that's a pretty big whammy. I mean, and, and it's interesting. I was looking at the tempo storm meta snapshot uh, earlier today, and big priest is on it. I think it's tier three, maybe tier four. But like this, this could 
bump it up again uh potentially so yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see it's pretty interesting though i'll give it a shot for sure seems fun right so yeah. I, I don't know i mean I, I or you want to play for the memes then we can uh like my favorite old 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 deck was always like reno nizoth priest um yeah. you know and just or hey throw the quest in there as well <laughs> so um Awaken I don't know. the makers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so not only do you have 40, uh, 40 health, but then you get to trigger all the death rattles over again. I don't know. Maybe it's too, <laughs> you know. Maybe it's it's too good to be true. Um, maybe it's a meme. I don't know. It's it's difficult. I think right now because typically, like games are decided on like turn five, turn six, uh, and so something like this is definitely going to be in a slower deck. But yeah. Is there any death rattle deal X amount of damage to the enemy hero? Uh, there are some new cards that ha say deal X damage to a random enemy, mm. uh, which could go face potentially, like if there's no minions on board. But like, just thinking of some random combo p OTK potential. <laughs> oh, Lepronome, yeah, Lepronome. Yeah, we'll Lepronome, see. I mean, there's <laughs> the three mana one that deals three. Oh. something like that that's a, actually a priest minion as well um so you could have like yeah cobalt Sta sand trooper that's the one mm, yeah, uh, yeah and shadowed spirit backstreet leper so, so there there are a couple of possibilities there that would be pretty oh, yeah. interesting actually yeah shadowed spirit would yeah okay well this could be fun <laughs> that's a completely different <laughs> Zyrella deck. Right? Popped into my head. Popped into Mind my head. blown. <laughs> yeah, this could be fun. This could be fun. Uh all right. Our next uh card up here is a paladin minion. This is a Stonehearth Vindicator. It's a three mana epic three one with a battle cry. Draw a spell that costs three or less. It costs zero this turn. Uh it's a shame that it doesn't say draw a spell that costs four or less. <laughs> like yeah. I would love it if call if, to arms. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like if this pulled call call to arms, it would be crazy. That being said, I think any time that you've got like targeted draw, um, you know, it's a good thing. You like this could go in any sort of Libram deck. It's it's odd, so it could pull any of your um, you know, holy spells in a, like an odd paladin deck if you want to run it that way. Uh, but targeted draw is great, and I think if you're looking uh, for a kind of a specific build, this definitely has potential. Yeah. What do you th and what do fact, think? Uh, yeah, I think the fact that the targeted draw makes it cost zero this turn is also um, fairly consequential. Like, the body is only a 3-1, so kind of meh body, right. but the fact that you're tutoring a card that then you have the flexibility of playing that turn because you drew it that turn like unless your opponent played lothab like you, you can play it right um and then you also have the flexibility to hold on to it if you don't want to play it that turn you know you'll have to pay for it in subsequent turns but the flexibility that it affords even if it's on three right you can play um vindicator on three get a uh, hand of a doll oh hey all of a sudden, Vindicator is a 5-2 that draws you yet another card and just continue cycling, continue thinning your deck. It's just a, you know, targeted draw, discounting uh, cards. We love both of those things in Wild. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? I think anytime I see something that's targeting something in your deck, I'm scared. 
<laughs> because right now it could be something as simple as you know you're playing Librams and you're you're trying to get your Librams out of your deck, or this is an odd paladin and you just played muster for battle on top of this because it costs zero and like. I don't know if it's good not paladin, but what I'm saying is it's got so much flexibility that it could go in a control deck when you're trying to tutor your combo, right? Or you can be just trying to thin your deck, whether it's like in a Libra deck or it, odd paladin. Your it it just seems like it can go in multiple different places, and I love that flexibility. So I think it's a definitely a great card and could be an auto include in a lot of different decks. Yeah, how does this work with Lotheb or like Colt Neophyte if? You know, they say your next spell costs, you know, five more or two more or whatever it is. And then you play this and it says it costs zero this turn. Like, is this going to override or is the Lothab effect going to override? So historically, the Lothab effect would override, but they did just change the way that um, some of those interactions are working. So um, I haven't kind of played around with that effect since then. Mm -hmm. um, but the way that it's kind of been explained, I think that this card will actually override the Lothab effect. Um Ooh. But I don't know that for sure because it's it's new interactions. We'll have to play around with it to kind of be be sure on that. But I believe that this will override that. So it's it's definitely different. We'll we'll kind of have to see. But um, historically, Lotha would override it, but maybe not anymore. We'll have to find out. What you haven't played with the new card yet? <laughs> <laughs> Well, so the new interactions have already rolled out. It's just that I haven't played, you know, around with that aspect of it quite yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, it'll be I'm going to. It'll be interesting. <laughs> you don't know till you know. Right. Exactly. All right, what do we got next? All right. Uh, is this me or is this you, sheep? This one's me, right? <sighs> That's you. Uh, this is but, you. But I'll be talking about you. All right. There we go. There we go. So what we have next is a seven mana mage spell called Mass Polymorph, which reads transform all minions into one one sheep into uh, sorry into a bunch of our co-host here <laughs> all over the board. So this is totally worth it if I'm just going to spawn or uh, transform everyone into my friend. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> but at the same time, if we were just talking about Big Priest, right? Mm -hmm. If Big Priest comes back in a big back. way, <laughs> if Big Priest comes back in a big way, this is just like earth shattering, right? Like your your game plan at this point is to concede because you're gonna just have a bunch of one one sheep in the pool i mean you could be stubborn and keep playing but uh it, it it's pretty brutal also there's things i know like q block isn't in the best spot right now or any like sort of demon lock or anything but if it does come back this is also something else that isn't the best for that like anything that you know you eat something with your cube now it's just polymorphed right um all of your mm -hmm. void lords polymorph you don't get the death rattle so it's it can be disastrous to for for all of those decks and it's a little expensive but it's it's worth a slot if that's what the meta is and you're running some sort of arena mage lpg mage something like that i think that this would be a great meta choice if if that's you know what you were looking at in your certain pocket meta. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that um, Polymorph costs four. If you play two Polymorphs, that costs eight. I think this costs seven, and it can be <laughs> a lot more than just two Polymorphs. <laughs> yes, yes, it can. Yeah. yeah. 
This is great. And I, I think, um, you know, again, the meta is, is particularly hostile right now and maybe it'll shake up with the new cards, but for a long time, it was like lots of big priests. We'd have, you know, um, the warlock decks all like Reno lock is running a bunch of death rattles, you know, and it's running demons. Uh, I, I was playing a little bit er- earlier this week and even now with, um, even Reno warlock, it's still running both uh, blood reaver Goldan that brings all the demons back. It's still running Nazoth that brings all your death rattles back. Like this just kills the board. And this is always something that, you know, you could high roll off of Kazakus. Like you're looking at for a mass polymorph Kazakus potion and that costs 10. So this is cheaper. And like, you know, that you're going to get this, like mm-hmm. I, I would, you know, pray to uh, Ben Brode and uh, RN Jesus for um, a, uh, you know, a Kazakus polymorph potion and then be frustrated that it didn't want to give me one. (laughs) 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 Right. And, uh, and so this card just seems good. Now it's slow, right? Okay. So wild, you know, it's, it's really fast right now. And so that's the concern to say this really slow, but um, you know, even after Luna's pocket galaxy uh, got the manic, cost change that people still played it for a long time and it's still a you know a decent deck i think now there's cards in this new set that reduce the cost of spells um and you know if you can stall it just seems like a solid card now you have to be alive after you know well whenever you've got seven mana to play it (laughs) but aside from that like it just seems like such a strong effect it seems really good i and i like i already know that i'm gonna be raging when someone plays this on me right that's that's kind of how you can uh at least that's how i will test my logic how mad am i gonna be when someone plays this against me (laughs) it even destroys other synergies too not just like for death rattles but when there's murlocs or pirates or whatever they're feeding off of each other right all the different synergies and the buffs and whatnot it it, i mean it, it wrecks all that as well right yeah so Absolutely. It reminds me of, uh, you know, I mean, uh, that priest card that everyone was running for a while um, in Big Priest, like this is back in the day, but uh, it was basically it would say silence everything and destroy all minions. Um, and, you know, it's a little oh, bit yeah. different, but like, like because they're getting polymorphed, like, okay, the death rattles, they don't trigger uh, anything like that. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is great. Seems great. Oh, and it's it's Hadronox uh, tech because you, they bring back oh, a beast. It's they're going to bring back... They're going to bring back a sheep. <laughs> and really, doesn't that mean that they win? Because they bring me back. <laughs> All right. Uh, sheep, what do we got next? Yeah, so next is Shivering Sorceress. Shivering Sorceress is a one mana 2-2 two, two mage minion with no tribe and the battle cry. Reduce the cost of the highest cost spell in your hand. I won. So um, I'm really excited for Shivering Sorceress in particular to play it in some um, Spiteful Summoner decks, some big mage, uh, big spell mage decks. And let's be real. Sometimes those two can be the same deck. Mm. (laughs) I originally like I've been playing around with uh, building some. I honestly don't think in that that deck that I want to uh, include the card that we just talked about, Mass Polymorph, because I want to be making big minions and making my own big minions that get polymorphed. Probably not a great thing. Uh, But if I'm tutoring out big spells, eight cost spells, nine cost spells, uh, if I happen to draw one, oh, hey, look, I can discount it a little bit. I'm playing a one mana two, two, aggressively statted. Like it's got a, a, a... not not just a lot of attack, but a lot of health 
for a one mana card. It's like, you know, even if you don't end up getting value off of the battle cry, you're playing aggressively, you're able to contest on board. It's just all around a good card to play, especially whenever you actually have synergies that that work well with your deck as well. Um, so I'm really excited for Shivering Sorceress. How about y'all? Yeah, the only downside I see is that you have to have the spell in your hand uh, in order for it to reduce. But, you know, it's kind of a build around. And at the end of the day, a one mana 2-2 two, two is still really good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it seems strong to me. I mean, that's, I guess, how it ended up on this list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's a one mana 2-2. Two, two. It's the best stats that you can really get for one mana. And it's got mana cheat attached to it. So I think it's amazing. Ca- an amazing card. Also, it can... At that point in time, even if you're looking just, you know, to if you got more of a spell oriented deck or whatever, you're contesting the board. At, if, even if you have like another game plan that is spell, you know, related with spell synergies, you're contesting the board of this pirate. This can kill both patches and Azos first mate, right? It's got two health. It can even trade up into, you know, other things that are three twos and whatnot. So it's it's definitely a solid card. I think it's great. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, the next card up is another mage card, actually. This is Siphon Mana. So this is a two-mana common arcane spell. Uh, it says, deal two damage, honorable kill, reduce the cost of spells in your hand by one. Uh, honorable kill is the new keyword here. What that means is you have to have exact lethal on a minion. Um, I believe it works on your opponent as well, although that doesn't really make sense like you wouldn't need it then but like but the honorable matter. kill mechanic right right so uh deal two damage yeah. if it kills a minion with exact lethal then it reduces the cost of spells in your hand by one so anytime i see something that says reduce the cost of your spells by one like it's good this is a common card so you can put two copies of it in your deck it only costs one uh so here's the other crazy piece right um it's an arcane spell so this works with the spell schools um Mm -hmm. i know it you know it's gotten nerfed but uh the questline mage in standard has been pretty bonkers um i wouldn't be all that surprised if it got reverted when it went to wild eventually maybe we'll see uh but the Mm -hmm. mana reduction i think is good the other piece is it says deal two damage it doesn't say to a minion so this can go face if you've got spell damage um you know that works where i really could see this is in something like um like mozaki or whatever like this is crazy uh you can use it to to kill a minion and and reduce the cost of the spells in your uh in your hand or you know you can buff it up and ship it face whatever so there's some utility here um so there's some potential and and like i don't know but at the end of the day like spell reduction seems good so yeah hydra what do you think uh order lull i guess you got to remember <laughs> you could probably have a way bigger turn if you're you know paying attention to what you're doing maybe you have some sorcerer's apprentices down and then uh if you don't notice you know this is in your hand and you play your other spells first you could totally make a mistake but you play this first and everything gets even reduced even more i can see just being gross uh i already get frustrated when i'm versing mages and i feel like i'm gonna get more frustrated when this one's played that's why it's a good card it i think it's a good <laughs> because it's going to make me frustrated so i yeah it's it's mage already reduces 
all the time so much and this is just adding to that and you're probably going to get it randomly generated as well you're going to discover it. you're going to discover copies of it i think it's i think it's going to be a little bit gross so good card sheep what about you yeah but y'all said it all um the versatility of being able to go face um if you're going off with mozaki or discount the the um, cost of spells in your hand to then go off with mozaki the, the versatility is there, and as someone who likes to go face quite a bit, um, the <laughs> fact that it can go face, that, that, that it's versatile like that, is not to be overlooked. Absolutely. Really strong card. Yep, yep. All right, what do we got next? Next, we have a two-mana druid spell called Capture Cold Tooth Mine, and the text reads, Choose one. Draw your lowest cost card or draw your highest cost card. So for me, this is almost like an ultimate tutor where you actually have a choice mm-hmm. because Druid, they like to pull off combos. They like Aviana Coon. They need Innervate now because of nerfs, right? Guess what? You could either get your Innervate or you could get your Aviana or Coon off this. Like you get to pick whichever one you're missing, right? Like it. This just seems like a you know a guaranteed I'm missing the piece of the puzzle and I need it now and oh look I you know I have it so next turn I got you kind of thing. So I I think that when you have a card like this that is really targeting and you have a choice like it it, it to me just seems like it goes perfect in a combo deck and I think that we will be seeing this card. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, this, this card is nutty. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Sheep, yeah, you, you go first. That's fine. Yeah, um, draw is good. Uh, I think we were just talking about tutor draw just a little bit earlier. This is tutor draw or tutor draw. Like you <laughs> being able to choose which one you're tutoring for. Like you said, Druid likes to combo off. If I'm looking for a specific card, I, I can do it. And I can look for a couple of them. It's brilliant, especially with um, one of the ones that we're not highlighting here. Um, but we uh, are getting at with this set as well is a uh, druid minion where you play it and it does the other choose one. So if, like if you play this, I think that one's a three mana minion. Um, maybe it's four. I can't recall. But say say you play this the turn before you get the highest cost from your deck or lowest cost, whichever. Then you play that one the very next turn because it doesn't have to be the same turn. And then you can get the other one. So you can draw, you can tutor, you can tutor both things. Like it's, this one is more powerful than the, the other new one. Hence why this is on our list and the other isn't. Um, but that combo could be really powerful as well. Um, tutor, draw, good. Multiple different options of tutor, draw, even better. All around amazing card. Yeah. What do you think, yeah. And what's crazy is, uh, you know, for those people playing on desktop that are using a deck tracker, like, you know what that card is going to be, at least, yeah. you know, for the most part. Um, and we've seen cards in the past that are similar to this. So take um, like Talon Fordring, for example, right? This is the legendary neutral minion with Death Rattle, draw your highest cost minion. Uh, and mm-hmm. so, and, and that got played in so many decks, both standard and wild. And it's just really good because you, you know, what you're going to get uh the other card um that i was that can kind of came to mind here was Lorekeeper polkelt that was played in um reno priest that says uh it's a battle cry but reorder your deck from highest cost to lowest cost uh and 
we all played that in in Reno Priest for a long time. And so here I get to choose. And like I'm sitting here looking at the cards in my deck. And I know, I mean, if I've got multiple, you know, cards that are cost the same, okay, then there's a little bit of a gamble. But that I can pick essentially, like I I I want this one or I want the other one. Like it's just crazy. And I can throw two of these in my deck if I want to. And we all know, um, you know, Druid, I think, is like one of the master combo decks and we've seen over the years you know star aligner druid and we've seen um mechathune druid and celestial alignment is a card and Ogwaggle druid right line cracker druid <laughs> right and maligos and and so many things and so if i can uh tutor the card that i'm looking for like it's nutty seems it's just this card's crazy uh so I, I mean will it backfire yeah sure it'll backfire uh you know maybe you don't get the one that you want or whatever but like yeah it just seems really strong can you imagine if this was a priest card oh Oh, back on top. Right. Sure. <laughs> you made me upset. Yeah. This, it's, yeah. Not a, it's not a priest card though. It's not oh, breathe oh, easy. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, what do we got next? Yeah. So that brings us to lock. the ice Lord. So lock. is a 10 mana, eight, eight elemental. It's a legendary minion. You can only run one of these buddies in your deck. It's got Rush and Wind Fury. And it also costs five less if you have 15 health or less. Um, so if you can discount this card, the fact that it says it costs five less, guess what? That means that if you've discounted it somehow to eight, that means it costs three if you have 15 health or less. Probably not going to be relevant, but you know, worth noting that it's not specifically gated to that. Um, which is just kind of interesting. Uh, but also, Rush, Wind Fury, 8-8. Uh, Elemental's probably not as relevant for our uses, but uh, even Locke is going to absolutely love this card because they like damaging themselves, getting low. All of a sudden, I'm paying, man paying health to draw cards, so I'm getting getting low i can drop this i can control the board and then guess what once i've controlled the board with the rush the next turn this buddy's going face for 16 <laughs> that's incredible yeah yeah there's there's a reason why that so this and all the subsequent cards that we're talking about were tied for our number one slot uh and you can wow. definitely see why with La Colara, the Ice Lord here. Oh, yeah. What do y'all think? I, I gave this one a five, which is like the best, you know, I, I, this is like nerf potential here because this immediately goes into probably any Warlock deck, right? Because you're just tapping, tapping, tapping. It goes into even Warlock. It goes into even Reno Warlock, which a lot of people are playing both of these decks right now. And and like you said, like Rush Wind Fury is great. Uh, next turn when it hits for 16 is just crazy. Uh, assuming that it survives and you, you know it's so easy to reduce your health um in this game so I, I don't know and the fact that it's neutral is is even crazier i mean this could go in i we're seeing some kind of funky elemental support in in oh. standard coming up for uh like freeze shaman and and stuff which like i don't know or hey your elementals have lifesteal or something like that like this is uh i don't know seems seems good to me and you know if you have to play it for 10 you could play it for 10 but yes oh, what what oh my God. I, I saw the look on your face <laughs> paladin paladin has access to high priest the call 
which oh. we've used hey. historically to drop molten giants stupid early. We can drop molten giants. We can drop Wakalar the Ice Lord. Yeah. There you I have go. that deck in all gold, so I guess I gotta craft this one gold. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wow. I to be tier one, but that, that's gonna be a spicy meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, a five, five mana, eight, eight, rush, wind fury. It's the rush also that I think yes. that, that gives it the, the oomph here. It's not, it's not necessarily like the wind fury is good, but it's the rush because you can use it immediately. Uh, so, yes, I, I think it's, it's quite good. Yeah, this card seems pretty crazy. The call. Yeah, I, I, oh, man. I've been upsold on it even more, even though that's not going to be that good of a deck. I, I'm i going to play it. <laughs> I think this is just great, whether it's in Warlock or just for the memes in Paladin. Maybe that will be good. But anytime you've got that cost this much less, if you do this, they're usually pretty good. Sometimes there's some, you know, outliers there. But we, we've learned with stuff like Corridor Creeper and whatnot that these are good cards. And this one looks like a good card. So I'm all about it. I'm going to play it. Oh yeah, and it as as it turns out, I guess this is one that we're all getting for free from the rewards track as well. Oh, uh, I don't know if it's on the paid track or not. Um, I haven't. If uh, if I recall correctly, and it's been a little while since I've looked, the um uh not gold version is on the the regular rewards track, and later on the gold version is on the paid track. But I could be misremembering. I would like this in gold. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I also could be misremembering, so so don't quote me on that. You know, the fact that we're speaking on a recorded podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that electric cheap city. He told me at Celestalon. Oh god! Oh god! Is, is somebody look it up for us while we're talking about the next card. Um, all right. So moving on, the next card is one of our free legendaries here, Drekthar. Uh, this is the the Horde champion. Uh, four mana, four, four battle cry. If this costs more than every minion in your deck, summon two of them. So uh, I chose poorly uh, to quote Indiana Jones. Um, and uh, I did not pick this one uh, for my original golden because I read it incorrectly, but this is basically like your, it's a call to arms on a stick. And so you have to be running a bunch of three cost and below minions, but you drop this and it plays two of them, which right off the bat like any aggressive deck likes this i saw a few people experimenting with it in in aggressive decks um i saw people playing it with pirates to to kind of um you know limited success but i think that this is just strong in general it's really aggressive in general but where this card has been nutty over the past two weeks is that um if you play uh some of these mage decks in wild uh this will pull your sorcerer's apprentice it'll pull your flame wakers um and then you can just kill your opponent <laughs> so uh i lost to it this past week uh when the ladder reset me too <laughs> and so like me this three. is this is crazy uh in, in wild in particular when you build around like this is a you play this card and you win the game um so yeah yeah it's just nutty and the fact that we're all getting it in gold for free i was i was so disappointed at first i was like oh, i picked the wrong one in gold and then uh read further that oh we all get them both in gold that's great and so what i'm really hoping for is that this one is the one that wins out so that we get it in diamond <laughs> yeah um, yeah so i think it, it will be it has yeah to. i hope so they said that there's the, a very small possibility that if the numbers are like exactly 50-50, they do both of them, which doesn't make any sense. But 
but you know yeah that that would have to be a minuscule possibility though <laughs> yeah uh anyways yeah hydra any thoughts on this card i knew it was good when it was i think turn four or whatever i was a pirate warrior i got them down to one health i was versing a mage and got them down to one health and then this dropped and i lost <laughs> like i was like how how like i the game like i just had the perfect draw that you could possibly have you know cannons are out i'm firing off with my one cost pirates and i still lost i just i i couldn't believe it this is it's it's gross Oof. what when it happens to you you will remember so great card <laughs> sheep yeah um call to arms is great we've known that for years now neutral call to arms i mean do I have to finish that sentence? It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. But I feel like we stumbled upon, you know, one busted combo already in the short time that it's already been out. Um, I think that we'll probably find more. Um, mm -hmm. You know, this was kind of the more, I don't want to say obvious combo, but I mean, more obvious combo because it's one that we were already running. I imagine that we'll we'll see more of them, um, you know, eventually because... It's it's neutral. It's called arms, essentially, right? Um, it's it's just going to be. I'm not going to say abused. I'm going to say um, uh, theory crafted around and <laughs> abused yeah. to uh, <laughs> great success and already has. So the possibilities are not quite endless, but almost. Nice, nice. All right, uh, what uh, what do we got next, sheep? Yeah, so Hydra's gonna take this one oh, away, yeah, and I know yeah, he's excited to do so. Hydra, what do we have next? <laughs> uh, next, we have the Rogue Hero card, and that is Shadow Crafter Scabs. So this is seven mana. It gives you five armor, and its battle cries return all minions to their owner's hands and summon two four two shadows with stealth so this card it does a lot just straight up with its battle cry okay so it's a built it like it has vanish mm -hmm. right um so great for a control mill style sort of deck at the same time it also not only does it clear the board whether you have something on there or not whatever you're 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 putting away whatever they've done. Maybe their hand is full. Maybe you milled a bunch of cards. But now you're also putting two Jungle Panthers on the board as well, right? And those are, what, three mana each? So that's six mana extra, basically, that you have not spent to put two Jungle Panthers on the board. Six mana for Vanish. Six mana for two Jungle Panthers. That's 12 mana already, Hydra. It is. <laughs> um, also, you get five, count it, five armor um i think ironhide from on goro does that and that costs one so that's another that's another mana right and what is your hero power oh it's prep for everything basically right so you can prep spells and you can um prep minions or like it's it's just it's really cool it yeah. does so much it has so much value and i think it's a really good tool that is going to go in future control style rogue decks whether you're doing like a reno control sort of thing or you're going to be comboing off later or um maybe even a mill deck because it's got vanish built in right like it's it i don't know it, it just has a lot of potential it's got just so much value in it and i think it's fantastic i'm gonna craft this one in gold 
just because I feel like if you're going to be playing that style of rogue, like a more controlling rogue, you're going to play this card in your deck because this is the new rogue hero. I think it's great. Sheep, do you got some thoughts on this card? Yeah, I I think that you play this in pretty much any rogue deck, like aggressive rogue decks. Okay, you yes, vanish your you know opponents. You know we were talking about cubes earlier. Boom. Your, your cube <laughs> no longer is going to, to poop out the minions. You have to set that up again. You vanish your um, uh, uh, opponent. You're playing against a big priest. Boom. Scrapyard Colossus. Gone. Pay full price again. Right? Um, if I have some little tokens on the board or I'm you know, doing some stuff, okay. I, I get to um, do Salcy Deckhand, attack in, do this, play Salcy Deckhand again. Awesome. Um, if I have nothing on the board, boom. Here's two four two uh two four twos with stealth, so I can hit you that way too. I feel like this works great in an aggressive build. Of course, it works great in a in a more controlling build because you're vanishing, you're you know dealing with your opponent's threats, you're discounting things later for them to be even cheaper, um, which any deck wants to do, um, especially any rogue deck, right? <laughs> um, I, I think this does everything rogues want to do in multiple different archetypes and it just like you, you can't go wrong like this this card is this card is rogue and that this card is exactly what we want to do we're we're, we're going to be playing this for the rest of hearthstone i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you think Nate? I, I just look at it and all i can think is cook 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 combo <laughs> uh, I, I mean, the, the hero power is crazy, and it's not just, like, prep works for spells. This is the next right. card you play this turn costs two less. And yep. so... It's, Unnerfed Innervate. Yeah, yeah. No, this is crazy. Like, the hero power, it's crazy. And so, like you were saying, I think the versatility factor is really high here that... You know, yes, my, like my initial thought was, all right, well, you know, I can play this in my, um, uh, like, mill rogue deck which really doesn't see any play right now maybe it comes back i don't know but then you know the other decks uh recently that have been really good is like pillager rogue uh which could be really crazy uh hey this this not only does it you know pull everything off the board for my opponent uh but hey this also um it sets me up for eight damage with the stealth but then i can use the hero power for zero to reduce the stuff uh cost of stuff even more uh, it just seems all around like crazy good. So yeah, I, I mean, I don't have a ton to say. I'm not a rogue expert, but like, just seems great. So yes, uh, Goldcraft seems wise. Uh, I like it definitely. Yeah, I'm absolutely crafting this in gold as well. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna craft this next one in gold just because uh, that would get real expensive real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but our next card is Ice Trap. So Ice Trap is a hunter secret. So of course, two mana. It is epic, so uh, that's why it'd get real expensive real quick. That'd be 3,200 dust for two gold copies. Um, it is a frost secret, and it reads, when your opponent casts a spell, return it to their hand instead. It costs one more. So uh, I've heard that counterspell's pretty good. Mm. I've heard that, mm. uh, you know, Oh My Yog is pretty good. This isn't quite as good as those cards because that you know it doesn't completely eliminate it, but it does return it to their hand. So they've already expended the mana, and then the, if they want to play it again, they have to expend the mana plus one. If you're playing like a big spell mage and you played a ten mana spell, guess what? Now it costs eleven, and you can't play it anyway. Um, this does everything that hunters want to do. 
it completely interact uh, interferes with your opponent's game plan. Yeah, it doesn't completely eliminate it like, you know, some of the other things do, but it it slows everything else down. And when everything else is slowed down and you're not because your hero power is deal two damage to the enemy hero, you can just keep on trucking, right? So slowing your opponent down, which keeps you from being slowed down. Like it, there's a reason why this is tied for our number one <laughs> pick. Yeah, the, the card just seems busted good. So, you know, whatever spell it is, uh, not only ha- has your opponent already paid the mana cost, uh, but then the, it doesn't work. Like it just goes back to their hand and then they've got to replay it again for one more. And so, yeah, I just, I don't see the downside. You know, I mean, I, I don't think that we're running a ton of secrets in Hunter right now, but that's, you know, not to say that we couldn't do it. There's a lot of secret support in this set. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, th- this card seems great. I-, I don't really see a downside here. Uh you know, so hey, maybe we'll see the return of Secret Hunter in some form, um, or figure out uh, some new Hunter archetypes to play this in. But the card seems awesome. I love it. Hydra, any thoughts on Ice Trap? I think it's going to be super annoying. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, because like even if let's pretend it didn't become meta, it, it, people teching this in, you're trying to play around it, you're gonna you're gonna get frustrated when someone's playing this even if it isn't like a meta great card it's gonna get annoying but i think it most likely for playing secrets you're gonna play this we have spell heavy metas currently like all of the hunters right now that are playing spells to complete their quest you got one mana they play their one mana spell oh guess you can't now right like it's (laughs) just you delay them to the next turn Possibly could be really annoying for mages, but if they already discounted everything, I don't know. We'll see. But I, I it's like a, a mini Lotheb that you have to play around. I just think it's really cool. I think it's going to be annoying to play against. So I think it's a good card. Anytime I look at it and go, I don't want to see that card played against <laughs> me. I just I know it's good. So yeah, those are my thoughts. I think it's a good card. I think we're going to see it definitely see it played return of even hunter (laughs) hey you know actually uh i saw seth playing it not too long ago i think hit rank one legend with even hunter not that long it was last season uh or the or the season before back in um uh i think it was october so yeah i don't know it's possible so if uh ignite mage is or um the uh drekthar mage is you know in the meta uh even hunter is poised pretty well and this helps it be poised even better yeah yeah Ooh, love to see it all right so this is our our last card this is the card coming up next that we uh collectively rated the highest and so here it is Wildheart guff this is the new druid hero card so this is a five mana hero card it gives you five armor battle cry set your maximum mana to 20 gain a mana crystal draw a card okay so right off the bat five five mana gain a mana crystal draw a card gain five armor like that's crazy all in in and of itself but the new hero powers that come with it uh so for two mana you can choose one you either draw a card which is basically a life tap without paying the life right or uh you can uh, hero power to gain a mana crystal like this just seems nutty to me um now you know we're talking wild and so the meta is aggressive but like I, there's zero downside to this card like it's just I, I i don't even know what to say like i'm looking at this and it's uh 
you know, kind of crazy. The ongoing meme is that like, oh, I could play Mountain Giant for uh, the full cost, right? Or uh, Molten <laughs> Giant for the full cost um, up to 20 mana. Now, this doesn't give you 20 mana. Uh, you, you play it, you get one mana crystal, uh, but your maximum is now 20. It's just, uh, this is something that I never even considered. Uh, so yeah, this 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 card is, is nutty. I, Hyder, what do you think? I think that there's a lot of druid specialists out there that are going to absolutely break this card. Uh, I'm not somebody who's played a whole lot of druid, but when I see something like set your maximum mana to 20 i'm like but druid already does so much at 10 right like they already do so much they already spend 20 mana in a turn anyway right they spend more than that with their aviana coon combo like it just it seems it seems definitely scary to see that they're gonna give um something like this to druid but hey if they're gonna give it to anybody druid's the right place for it so <laughs> let's go let's see what happens it, it's it's exciting for me right because you know you get used to seeing the same things over and over and whatnot and then they like oh yeah check this out <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right bring it on so i'm excited i i will not be angry when i lose to this for the first couple times <laughs> i will later on <laughs> right but at first it's just gonna be you know one of those slow claps like yeah that was that was cool i want to do that i'm adding you as a friend and can you please give me your list because i want to do that that's fine i can already feel like the sweat dripping down my face as soon as like they play this card and then and then each turn it's like oh i'm gaining another mana crystal or or it's like ah you know what i'm good with man i think i'll draw a card but not pay any life for it like what (laughs) geez how does this work with fandrel do you get both do we know um, so I believe that Fandral reads whenever you play the mm. card and since you've already played the card, but I, I could be mistaken. That's that's just if I recall correctly. I think um, that's, I'll, I'll look it up, but what are your thoughts on this sheep? Yeah, um, so my thoughts are, we've talked about Aviana Kuhn a couple times. What happens if you don't have to play Innervate? What happens if you can just play Aviana and then play Kuhn because you already have... <laughs> over 10 mana yeah (laughs) what happens if you can just play aviana and not have to worry about playing coon because you have 14 mana you can just play four more things (laughs) yeah it's crazy like like that this card is going to get abused in the best way possible it's going to be like it's going to scratch all of those those Timmy itches. It's it's going to be incredible. I can't wait to watch it happen. I can't wait to try and make it happen myself and probably flounder hilariously doing it, but having a blast while trying. So it's it's going to be so much fun. And I think it's actually going to be like competitively fun too, which when when the two of those two meet, I mean that's when Hearthstone is at its best, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I looked up Fandral St- uh, Staghelm here, and for those of you who don't recall, uh, this is a uh, legendary minion from Whispers of the Old Gods, Druid Legendary, four mana, three five. It says your choose one cards and powers have both effects combined. So maybe and powers. That's what it says. And powers. So I, we'll have to try it. We'll have to try. I mean, we will. I, that's definitely win more. I'm not saying do it. I just, I'm curious, right? <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you're going to have the mana. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I was trying to remember what happens whenever the Death Knight Malfurion, whenever you play your hero power. Oh, with it does. It gives you both. It gives you both. It, it gives you both. Yeah, then this should give you both too. Because I, I knew that whenever you played it with Fandral on board already, that you got all four um, like web spinner dudes. But uh, yeah, I didn't remember what happened with the hero power. All right. Yeah, should give you both then. Wow. Let's go. Wow. Okay, well that's that's it for our top we call like top 10 but this is we had 13 that kind of tied for our top choices uh we do have another handful of cards that we individually liked so we've got some honorable mentions to go over here um and so uh yeah hydra let's uh, i'm just gonna cut to the chase and pass it over to you what are the other cards that you liked that we didn't uh, score quite high enough collectively to make our top 13 here but uh, that you wanted to chat about tonight Sure. Yeah. So I was really interested in what they were sort of bringing to Hunter this time around. And I just wanted to highlight the hero, which is six mana. It is Beast Stalker Tavish, where just like the other ones, you get your five armor and its battle cry is discover and cast two improved secrets. And so improved secrets are just a build upon the other ones we kind of already have right so there's only six right so it's not yes the pool is pretty low but like which is actually kind of a good thing right because you know like imagine kazakus's pool was just absolutely massive you kind of know what you're you're getting into when you're when you're doing this and the board state may be in a certain way. You know your matchup, right? So you can sort of select the correct ones, hopefully, for the situation. And so it's, yeah, it's just an improvement on the secrets that are already in the game. So Explosive Trap, for example, does three damage to all enemies. And Freezing Trap, now when it returns uh, the card to your opponent's deck, it costs four more. Snake Trap, instead of the three one one snakes, you get two two snakes. Um, we have pack tactics. You get two three three copies, and for open the cages. Uh, when sorry, the lettering is so small, and I need glasses. Um. <laughs> no, I got it here. It says when when your turn starts, if you control two minions, summon two animal companions instead yes, of one. Two, yeah, that's great. And then for the improved ice trap, instead of the uh spell costing one more we talked about this card earlier it's going to cost two more now so i think that this is really cool if we're going to be either playing a secret hunter or a more controlling hunter it's just it's really neat to have this hero in the game and because you can take hunter in a different direction than it is in wild right now in wild right now we talked a little bit about even hunter you don't see that very much before we had the quest line it was just straight up regular odd hunter now it's odd quest and so i think it's really neat if we could start playing secret hunter so i think it's a really neat card and then we get a new hero power right so the hero power is always huffer you it's it's animal companion in a hero power so animal companion costs three mana as a card when you play it anyway so this hero power is going to cost three mana as well so i mean it would have been great if it cost two it probably would have been kind of broken if it was two mana hero power but it's just an engine it keeps going so if you want you know you don't have a play to make you can just keep hero powering when you're still you know digging through your deck or whatever i just think it's a really neat hero and hopefully that we can play some sort of 
secret uh, hunter, or it can go in a more controlling style hunter. And um, before I speak about the next card I have, do you guys have any opinions on this? Question for you. Do, does It says hero power summon an animal companion. I assume it's a random animal companion. Yeah, it, it's just yeah. like the card. You don't get yeah. to discover it. It doesn't. If you yeah. got to discover, I think it would be a little broken. <laughs> hey, I mean, it costs <laughs> three. It would literally, always be Huffer, right? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Of note, um, the improved secrets. Mm -hmm. It does not matter if you have the, for example, explosive trap. Right. If you already have explosive trap up, you can still discover the improved explosive trap. Oh, snap. Meanwhile, if you discover the uh, improved explosive trap, your opponent doesn't proc it. The next turn you draw explosive trap, you can still play explosive trap because they're technically different secrets. So just a kind of mechanical thing that's of note and uh, makes it even more exciting, truthfully. Nice. It makes it so much more difficult to play around because yeah. you can have multiple of the quote unquote same thing. So... I think it's really cool. I think it's really fun. It's something I'm going to play around with. I don't know if it's going to, it most likely won't be some sort of, you know, top tier deck, but I think it's cool. So that's why I wanted to highlight it. I think it's really cool. And I, I'd like to explore the archetype. Yeah. No, I mean, if nothing else, it's good value, right? So six mana uh, for not only you get five armor, but then you get two secrets that would cost at least two each. Uh, these ones would cost more because they're better. So right off the bat, it's, you know, you get the four four value for the secrets plus the five armor. Like six mana is a good. I love seeing hero cards that don't cost 10 or nine. Like mm -hmm. they're mm -hmm. like intended for mid game as opposed to late game so that the game can continue on after you play this. Uh, although I suppose not for all that long, but like, yeah, this is seems crazy to me and and you know my hope is that maybe we'll see um like spell hunter revitalize i, I know it's like secret hunter maybe but like even spell hunter in general we have the legendary weapon from uh way back when uh rock delar we've got uh you know a handful of other things we've got also the vulgin hero that will replay your spells and so there's some you know shenanigans that we can do and back in the day um spell hunter was a legitimate deck and, and so maybe this is good enough to bring it back or maybe it's just fun you know yeah. uh you're reminded that sheep and i were talking about this uh right before the show is thinking about waiting to ladder until after this new set comes out just to play with the new cards for a change uh, and so i'm excited to just play around with it and try it and see how it goes and if it you know if it's not super competitive at least it'll be fun so yeah i'm yeah. looking forward to yeah. it yeah yeah so nate you mentioned the uh mana cost being of note i know that we you know when we're playing even hunter we tend to go low to the ground but this is six mana we could play this in even hunter too as like a basically break class in case of x y or z right well Will that'd people, be good i don't know maybe but it'll be fun people. i mean that was they ran Rexar in like aggressive decks as a break glass in case of right. That's like, what I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I I I think it's it's pretty cool. And what I do like is it seems like oh six mana do nothing at this point in time, right? You're not developing the board or whatever. But I mean that ex improved explosive traps pretty good. Mm -hmm. So you're uh -huh. versing an aggressive deck and you play this. They gotta know you're picking that. Right, but <laughs> because if presented you, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, um, there's your board clear. So, I think that's really cool. Either we throw it into Even Hunter or it has a new archetype. Well, I mean, time will tell. 
the the next card that I brought actually sort of fits in to the Secret Hunter archetype, and that is Dunbaldar Bunker. And it is a two-mana hunter spell that reads, at the end of your turn, draw a secret and change its cost to one. This lasts three turns. So, wait, hunter has draw? No way! (laughs) And targeted draw. And targeted draw. So, like, that's something that hunter, as, like, you know, how each class has certain things that they are good at doing. Hunter is not good at drawing cards and this is excellent if you're going to be running any sort of secret build because it costs two mana that's not very much it's you get your money back because you are drawing a secret for three turns in a row and they're discounted each time by one mana each so you're actually paying two mana but you're getting i guess three mana's worth because you're discounting three cards for one mana each. So you get your money back and more with this card at a slight tempo loss, unless you actually get to play the one of these secrets on that turn. Or I guess you wouldn't, because it's at the end of your turn. But I think it's really cool, because Hunter historically does not have draw, and I would slot that into a deck that I'm running Beastalker Tavish in for, um, you know, some secret fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's actually incredible that it's at the end of your turn because that means at your very next turn, A, at the end of your turn, you draw it at the end of that turn so you can kind of plan what you want to do with the secret that you've drawn. That's discounted, right? Like, do you want to play that? Do you want to hold on to it? You know, kind of what do you want to do with your that situation? But then you get to play it your next turn. So it both gives you the time to plan that out, which is great. And then you get to play it while not that same exact turn. You get to play it the very next turn. And then you continue drawing and continue drawing. Like, that's really cool. <laughs> and you can run two of these if you want to just be able to tutor your secrets throughout, you know, hopefully the beginning of the game, get these all out, like, from the get-go. I think... I think it's really cool. Nate, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I just like, I mean, oh, sorry, sheep one. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing. Uh, Relevant. This is two mana. So if we're doing even hunter shenanigans with secrets, you can still run this in it. That was the the tying my comments up into the Mm. neat. I like it. I like it. I mean, so I remember uh, people asking way back when, like, why is patches good? Uh, because it thins the deck. And that is one of the things that I like about this. It's like, hey, uh, this draws me secrets at the end of my re- uh, at the end of my turn. Cost reduction, I think, is great always. Anytime I see reduce cost by, I think that's great. Um, or this is set cost to one, which is awesome. Um, but that means that I don't have to draw these secrets later. Uh, you know, my top deck just got that much better. And so like Hyder mentioned, Hunter lacks draw. Like I, I may jam this in a super aggressive Hunter list that's just running aggressive secrets. Uh, the even Hunter seems okay because then I'm going to draw into, you know, the the spells or weapons or minions that I want instead of drawing into my secrets. Um, so I, I like it. It seems strong to me. Uh, one last thing to note is that this card we are all going to be getting in gold for free by uh competing in the um, horde versus alliance uh honor challenge so that's to battle (laughs) (laughs) to battle yes all right uh sheep what about you in terms of honorable mention cards that you liked that didn't quite make our uh top 13 yeah so the first honorable mention that i want to mention honorably (laughs) is belinda stonehearth 
So Belinda Stonehearth is a six mana, five, five legendary mage minion. The battle cry, draw two spells, swap their costs with this minion's stats. So Belinda's a five, five. If she draws two cards, uh, I was talking about a spiteful summoner mage earlier, right? So you're running high cost spells. Let's say they're both, you know, eight drops. Oh, well, now they only cost five, and Belinda's an 8-8 eight, eight for six mana. That's actively what you want to do. You tutor, you know, tutoring your spells, discounting your spells, making her even stronger. Like, it's it's everything that that deck wants to do, and that's just fantastic. Um, oh, my God. What? So when you put in, like... Yog box or something like that, like uh, uh-huh. you know, t- ten cost spells. So this now becomes a six mana, uh, ten ten or whatever. Like you draw two, right? And so yep. this thing just it gets the well very large. Okay, so uh huh, yeah. And so if you only run ten ten drop spells in your deck, so they're pyroblast, they're yog box, um, then she becomes a six mana ten ten, and those spells become five mana. So if you're only running two Pyroblasts, for example, which I don't recommend, because if you draw one of those before you get to play Belinda, then oops, let's say that's all that's still in your deck at this point. Then you have two five mana Pyroblasts. Oh my God. (laughs) Hey, how does it work with, so it says swap their costs with this minion stats. So is it like whatever one you draw first is now swapped for the attack and the next one you draw is swapped for the uh the health or uh, like i didn't i I believe it's attack first and then health but i i could have that mixed up um but one of them always corresponds with one stat and the other with the other i believe it's attack first but i i don't recall specifically they don't stack (laughs) (laughs) they they don't stack yeah that's how i first read it is that if you draw like two yog boxes this becomes a 2020 oh god (laughs) that would be insane (laughs) hey i believe this is one of our diamond cards as well is it not it is yes very much so and i i'm gonna play it i'm gonna play a spiteful summon before um a, a couple of the the later cards like right after belinda was announced i i theory crafted a, a spiteful summoner belinda deck that was like a um, elemental one i'm gonna scrap the elemental idea this is just gonna be a spiteful summoner deck um and it's gonna be so much fun is it gonna be competitively viable we'll find out probably not <laughs> but is it gonna be fun you betcha <laughs> what do y'all think about belinda Stonehearth? Yeah, this looks cool. I, I this is one for me that I want. I really want to try. Uh, I feel like it'll be better in standard than it will be in wild, but that it's still going to be super fun regardless. Uh, it does have potential, and I I don't fancy myself as the best deck builder. I'm more of a pilot, but um, I I think that it's definitely a build around, and and there's some fun things that you can do with it, and probably uh, there's probably some kind of funky wombo combos that you can do i mean tutor draw is always good and so like you said a maybe i just put 10 cost spells in my deck or giant cost spells and um you know getting a couple of discounted pyroblasts may be a good thing you can dust off uh some of our old cards we haven't played in a while and this will be great i always looking forward to new things like it's kind of sad when we get a new expansion and secret mage is still the best mage deck right not that that's you know that's the one that has been played for so long uh, or ignite mage or whatever it happens to be so if we can create some kind of new deck like that pleases me to no end so i think this is going to be a lot of fun i, I 
am interested to watch you play it or someone like Brian O'Brien play it that can really like utilize it to its fullest potential. And then I can uh, steal it and try it for myself. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Hydra, what do you think? Truthfully, when I first read this card, I was definitely confused. As I already said, I didn't understand how the stats were going to work. And when I saw that, you know, sheep wanted to talk about it, I was just zoning in and listening to you because I didn't even, I didn't fully get it. But after you have explained this, I think that playing it in like a big spell, spiteful style mage just sounds like an absolute blast. I don't know if it's going to be competitive or not, but when I do win, it's going to be fantastic. So I, it, it, it just seems one of those cards that's really, really fun to play may not be the best, but it looks just fantastically fun. I like it. Yeah, like your face. Um, and, and this also kind of combos with a card that was on our list in uh, Shivering Sorceress, right? One mana, two, two. Mm. If we're playing a Spiteful Summoner deck with Belinda, hey, if we draw those cards, all of a sudden they're cheaper. Let's be real. In a Spiteful Summoner deck, yeah, if you don't not. draw the, the, <laughs> the, the cards... Well, there are so many big spells in Mage, right? Like, you can run more than just the critical mass that Spiteful Summoner decks were running before, right? Um, mm -hmm. Well, and but it's also, spiteful. if you don't draw them before, you know, on turn one, you can still just play the Sorceress without getting value. Like, that that's fine. Um, holding onto it for value is a misplay at that point. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. I think in Spiteful Summoner decks, like, it, it was, you know, value minions, uh, you know, we, we want minions that can trade up, that are good stats for the cost. And so this fits right in. Like a, a one mana 2-2 two, two fits perfect in a Spiteful Summoner deck, right? And like you said, if you don't get the battle cry effect, then too bad. But it's still a good one drop. So yeah, no, it seems strong. I like it. And so the other one that I brought is Captain Galvinger. I don't know if it's Galvanger, Galvangar. I go Captain Galvinger. So Captain G is a six mana, six, six warrior legendary with the battle cry. If you have gained four, 15 or more armor this game, gain plus three, plus three and charge. <clears throat> charge. <laughs> <laughs> so I think of Captain Galvinger is basically you take dead man's hand warrior. You remove the dead man's hand and you throw in Captain Galvinger. You throw in Bloodsworn Mercenary. You throw in, um, oh, oh, is it? I always blank on the name. It's not Inner Fire, but the, the zero mana deal one damage, give it plus two attack, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, if you've at, at some point throughout the game gained 15 or more armor, does not have to currently be on your hero, right? Um, you've gained 15 or more armor. This is now a six mana nine nine with charge. That seems like a pretty easy ask, specifically in wild, right? Which is what we're talking about. All of a sudden, you play um, the uh, inner rage. You play inner rage. All of a sudden, it's a six mana eleven eleven. If you play inner rage again, or sorry, eleven uh, eight. So eleven attack. Play inner rage again. Thirteen attack. You play bloodsworn mercenary. 26 attack that's you know a four card combo for nine mana but it's 26 if you are playing emperor tharsan which would be the improper way to play it but uh and discounted um things for two mana's worth you can play 10 mana all of that plus another bloodsworn mercenary and have 30 or sorry uh because it's um 13 per 
right? So uh, 39 burst damage. Oh my god, I forgot all about Bloodsworn Mercenary. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so what Bloodsworn Mercenary does is it has to be damaged, which is why the Inner Rage is so important, right? Uh, so if you have a damaged minion, you can copy it. So Captain Galvinger has charge, Inner Rage, damages it which activates the, the possibility for Bloodsworn Mercenary to copy it. If you've enraged twice, then it's 13 attack. Boom. 26 burst damage and something that is just trying to stay alive outside of the combo pieces. And you don't have to run that many combo pieces. Like I said, running Emperor Tharasin, while it's win more, you're not going to need 39 damage. You won't, Like 26 is sufficient. Um, so double inner rage, <laughs> Captain Galvinger, and Bloodsworn Mercenary. You only have one inner rage. Oh no, you're only charging forward for uh, what was it? Twenty four. Oh my god. Twenty two. Twenty two. <laughs> Gross. So yeah, it's a pretty strong finisher. This is you. Like I said, you take Dead Man's Hand Warrior. You take out Dead Man's Hand. You've got five cards to 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 weave in and double Bloodsworn Mercenary double inner rage and captain galvinger and boom all of a sudden combo deck well and you remember how uh etc warrior you know like people were running that competitively for a long time and there was an otk but like it was like kind of a long drawn out process to make sure that you drew everything and discounted whatever you needed to and like you know we tried it and it was fun but it was difficult and and like there were so many moving pieces when you have a combo that's pretty dialed in like all you got to do is stall for long enough uh which mm -hmm. which warrior can do and you know there are a handful of cards that can tutor other cards as well and so um like it's just crazy to me uh yeah th this is this is awesome i love it well yeah i don't think that this warrior want to do that but in order to activate the uh uh charge you have to do that right because you have to get 15 uh armor over the course of the game to activate the charge you're, you're going to have to to, to stall <laughs> yeah that and it's built into warrior's hero power right like that's what they <laughs> exactly do there's shield block and other things like warrior was designed to gain armor so it's just asking you to do what the class was designed to do from the first place so i think the combo that you laid out said it best and i want to do it <laughs> i can't wait to do it either <laughs> should it be a pirate i mean it doesn't matter but he's a captain it says captain but i think it's more like captain of the horde kind, mm. kind of style because if you look at the art then you know it, it doesn't really look you know, piratey, unfortunately. No. I mean, if you threw a hat on him, I'd be convinced. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at patches, right? Throw a patch and a hey. hat on. Um, <laughs> He's in charge now. I mean, <clears throat> yar. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I was sold when I just read that this had charge and they're putting it in standard. That, that, right. that sold me because they... You know, it seemed like something that they were sort of trying to weed out of, of standard. So, Meh. yeah, no, it seems crazy. Anytime you see a warrior with charge, like, okay, we, we just saw Mr. Smite, right? Six mana, six, six charge uh, being crazy good. Now, now there's the added effect of like all your pirates have charge, but like charge is crazy. Um, and, and the potential for like OTK is is always fun. So, hey, this is, yeah, this is pretty awesome. I love it. Absolutely. So that wraps up my honorable mentions. 
Nate, what honorable, what cards would you like to mention honorably? Yeah. Okay. So I've got two here as well. And so uh, the first one up is, uh, of course, uh, I'm a big fan of of Warlock. And so this is the new Warlock hero card, Dreadlich Tamsin. Uh, from a lore perspective, by the way, it's just so much fun. You know, we we saw the Hearthstone dev team teasing um, in the carryall solo content that like you know it's carryall versus tamson and one of them is not going to make it out alive and and i was like yeah yeah she's already undead whatever but like the progression of of like human to undead and now we see tamson in lich form which is super cool so i i love that right but right off the bat uh you know warlock likes to get uh, broken things six mana gain five armor deal three damage to everything uh draw three cards and then shuffle three rifts into your deck, uh, which is, it's just a lot. It's a lot of things for the mana cost. The only downside that I see to this card is that by shuffling three rifts into your deck, like if I'm trying to play a, a Reno deck, now my you know Reno effects are all turned off now. Um, that being said, like it's just, this seems solid in even Warlock. It seems solid in like any Warlock. I, I It just seems crazy. The effect is great. Uh, so, so a little mini board clear. Uh, drawing cards. This still works with the quest um, if you want to kill your opponent with fatigue. And then um, looking at the hero power real quick is uh, it's called Change of Dread. So two mana, shuffle a rift into your deck and draw a card. And so you still have the life tap, but you don't pay life for it. Uh, so and then the rift card. It's uh, called Fell Rift. It is a fell spell cast when drawn. Uh, summon a three three dread imp. And so. You'll have a handful of these things in, in your deck, um, but as you get to them, they're little three threes. So we've seen that effect with other cards before that didn't see a whole lot of play, um, but it seems fun to me and uh, I, I just love it. I think that there's a lot of potential here and I'm not quite sure what deck to slot it in. Um, I think even Warlock, like easily, why not? Uh, drawing cards is great. Um, I, I guess it does change your hero power and so, um, you know that that potentially goofs up the deck but god it's just it's so much flavor and such a a value um car generator card here that uh, i'm a big fan any any thoughts hydra um you know when i first looked at it i was a little confused i didn't know you know where this really fits i don't know if like there's a home for it right away but i do love the hero power i think that's you know sort of my favorite thing who doesn't love life tap where you don't take damage so I think that's really neat. But if somebody builds a deck that fits in wild with this, I'm all for it. Uh, I'm not the best Warlock deck builder, but um, I think this is really interesting. It's a new direction. We've seen Warlock, I mean, with Pain Warlock or uh, whatever we want to call what is happening with Warlock right now. And then we've seen, you know, Cube Lock. Zoo hasn't been, old school Zoo hasn't been much of a thing for a long time. So if there is a new archetype that sort of comes out of this, or we can squeeze this into maybe even Lock, like you said, I think that's really neat. I like I'm always excited when Blizzard decides to release things that, you know, switches things up for the class a little bit. As wild players, we've sort of seen the same thing, you know, sometimes over and over again, as you mentioned with Secret Mage, that will be the deck for that class that goes on expansion after expansion. So if this becomes a thing, I think it's going to be really cool. Sheep, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I think removing 
the uh, health payment for LifeTap typically has a really large barrier to get there, right? This one, all you have to do is play a six mana card that also draws you three cards and gives you five armor and like not only makes it makes your hero power, you know, not have the life expenditure, you know, drawback, but also gives it an active addition with shuffling the the uh three three cast wind drawn dudes in there too, the the rifts, right? Um yeah, I want all of those things. Um I don't know if I necessarily want to slot Dreadlich Tamsin into Evenlock. Um specifically because uh Evenlock you you play a lot of cards that benefit the um you know you having lower health so you probably want to have lower health for that um also whenever you play that then your hero power will cost two again instead of one so i don't know if i really w- would want to kind of like play it in even lock just because it the, the the thing that it removes which is a detriment for most things is a boon for even lock um but I feel like I would want to play this in pretty much everything else except for Reno Lock, right? Like remove the downside to Life Tap, actively shuffle in three threes. Um, y- y- yeah, I-, I I want that. I feel like I would, you know, do that. And as I said, everything except for Reno Lock because if I'm shuffling additional three threes in there, I'm turning off my Highlander synergies, and I- and I- that I don't want. Right, right. Um, but pretty much anything else, I I y- y- yeah, I I want that. Uh, I, I would very much like that. Please g- g- give, give, give me that on six. I, I want to play this on six. Right. Yes. I like it just for the battle. I th- just the battle cry alone is great. Um, so yeah, yeah this is a, this cards. is a fun one for me. Well, and the three damage too. I mean, it's going to take care of quite a bit. Uh, yeah. You know, so the riffs, I don't care so much about, you know, it's nice to get one, but like, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, anyways, yeah, this is going to be fun. And, and I, I see it being, you know, there's an immediate impact. I think to standard will definitely play this in wild. will definitely experiment with it in any sort of, like you said, non specific, like Reno lock. And, and I agree with you probably about, about the even warlock. Cause you want the one, one mana hero power and, and want to be doing damage to yourself. Um, but like, this seems great. Uh, you know, control warlock was big for a while. Q block was big for a long time. Something like that, that keeps all the upsides with out the downsides like seems fantastic so yeah i love it uh i have one more to talk about here the other card is ivis the forest lord so this is a one mana one one uh neutral legendary with battle cry spend the rest of your mana and gain plus two plus two rush divine shield or taunt at random for each and so uh this rolls it at random but uh I, I, I saw in the dev discussion, um, once you have obtained Rush, Divine Shield, and Taunt, uh, the buffs will then stack. And so, because you can't get multiple, you know, Rushes or Divine Shields or Taunts. And so if I play this on, you know, six, seven, eight, whatever mana, like later in the game, like not only is it going to have Rush, Divine Shield, and Taunt, but it's also going to get like plus two, plus two, plus two, plus two, plus two, plus two, and be pretty awesome. Uh so, you know, granted, you have to spend all your mana on it. Um, but hey, I think this could be a lot of fun. Uh, not to mention, um, it's a it's an odd cost card. And so, you, you know, you want to throw it in some odd deck. Like, why not? Could be fun. Uh, but I do think it's going to be good. It's a little bit random, uh, which is the downside that I see to it. You know, it, and if I play it for, 
you know, three mana. Okay, I'm going to get two of these. And what if they're not the two that I want? But like, they're all pretty good. I don't know. Like, remember when um, Transfer Student came out and people were trying it in even decks for a little while just because it was kind of fun? Like, and, and the upsides were, you know, pretty good, but they were random because they're based on the board. Like, at least the pool is small and the upsides are good and that the buffs stack i think is is kind of awesome and i think also that uh you know gen and baku are always going to be a thing um and so odd odd cost cards here like this could slot into something if you have a flex spot i don't know it just seems fun to me so i'm really looking forward to uh this one hydra any thoughts i never thought of just jamming it into a random odd deck but that's actually kind of cool when i first looked at the card i didn't you know i didn't think much of it i think it's kind of a you know i thought it was oh that's that's pretty cool but you really could you could just throw it into you know here it is in odd paladin here it is in odd rogue just you know throw it out whatever see what you get sometimes you're gonna high roll sometimes it's gonna be mad but i think in general you're gonna end up with something pretty decent um i don't know how staple it's gonna be but i do think you have it right i think that it's super fun and if i if i open this in packs on like say my eu or asia account i'm just gonna jam this in to one of my odd decks for sure like just because i can because i think that like you said, it's fun and you can just, you know, you can just roll with it. Um, I don't know. Do, do you guys have like an actual like specific, like it doesn't have a tribe, right? So yeah. I don't see it in any specific deck that's based on anything. It just seems like something random you'd throw in, maybe in a flex spot sort of right, thing. Right, right. Yeah, but if, if you got a flex spot in, in Odd Rogue or, you know, I don't know, whatever, something, you, you could toss it in. Um, or, you know, in, in any other deck for that matter, uh, there's a handful of like, hey, this is this is a battle cry. I mean, you can throw it into, you know, your shaman deck that says your battle cries trigger twice or, you oh. know, whatever it is, you know, <laughs> because it's neutral, like there's some more flexibility to it. And, and like, this is one of these that like, it looks kind of uh, fun. I don't know how like competitively viable it's going to be. Like it, it could be surprisingly good. Um, like if you play this for 10 mana, it's going to be pretty crazy. Right. Uh, yeah. if you play it for less, you know, I don't know. It, it doesn't really work with Shutterwalk or whatever. Cause Shutterwalk costs nine. So I can spend one more mana and get maybe divine shield or taunt or plus two plus two. Yeah. You, you know, probably so wouldn't like, run it in, in that shaman deck, especially because, uh, even if your, um, uh, battle cries are doubled, you've already spent the mana. So you're spending zero more mana and won't really get the, the benefit there. But that, it is strong outside of that. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Were you going to say a little bit more before I? Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know where it goes. It just looks fun to me. And I, I saw it. I think I want to try this. I think this is actually pretty decent. But yeah, no, yeah. Um, I will uh, happily pass the mic to you. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that um, uh, it, sorry, I'm draw- drawing a blank on the name. Uh, Ivis. I was about to say it, call it Ixlid. But that's <laughs> another card. Uh, I think that Ivis is going to be a fun card. I think that... Um, it's one that we'll play around with for the novelty, especially in um, odd cost decks to um, be, you know, more playing new cards, you know, finding out what's good. I think that Ivis will probably work its way out of um, decks before too long, not just because of the um, random factor, but because the the places that 
tend to have a little bit more of that flex area um, are, you know, things that are odd cost. And typically things that are odd cost are either really refined already, like um, odd paladin. I don't know that there's really kind of a wiggle room in there. Or aren't really ones that you'd want to be playing like big old old piles of stats and, you know, uh, other effects um, like odd rogue. Um, so am I going to play it? Yeah, it's going to be fun, especially towards the beginning of the the season where or the the um, expansion where we're trying to play around with all the things and see what's good and what's not, and 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 more than just that, have fun with the new cards, right? Um, but whenever we're trying to push for you know competitive viability, it'll probably worm its way out. But that doesn't mean it's actively bad, right? Like yeah. it's gonna be fun and really uh like squelch says hearthstone is a game <laughs> games are meant to be fun yes <laughs> that's why i play the game it's easy so... to forget that sometimes <laughs> <laughs> right so i'm gonna play the this card i'm gonna have fun it, is it gonna be a super competitive card in our format of wild probably not but is it gonna be fun to play in our format of wild probably so that'll be fun <laughs> what do you think hydra uh yeah no i just think that you hit the nail on the head. I think that it's a fun card. May not be the most competitive card, but right at that beginning, as soon as the expansion drops, this is when you're gonna jam it in your deck, and people are gonna be like, "Really?" Hovering over that card. What the heck was that? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I think we've we've said it all. I think you guys really um, spoke the most on this, and you know, sort of wrap that one up. I think it's fun, not the best, but I'm gonna play it too. Very good, very good. All right, well, that wraps it up for our top cards for the new expansion, including our honorable mentions. And so, yeah, we're moving right along here, kind of towards the end of the show. Let me pass things over to you, Sheep. Yeah, so um, I'm going to talk a little bit about our listener series. So the Born to be Wild listener series season four will be starting soon, trademark. Uh, for those of you who may not be familiar or missed last season's listener series, the Born to be Wild listener series is a free Hearth Wild Hearthstone tournament series where we have um, innovative deck building challenges for you to rise up to the occasion. Uh, we historically, and probably next season, will have five weeks of uh, regular season play with new challenges every single week and then three weeks of playoffs. So the, the top eight challengers will face off in the playoffs and they will um you know culminate in the finals and we will name our new champion uh just like in season three jordan mg won our listeners series then so check that out uh more information to come out shortly um the uh season will likely begin towards the beginning of january so uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, you'll actually have some time to play around with the cards and see what you may want to do with that. Um, we will, like last season, uh, announce all of the regular season um, challenges whenever, you know, signups are alive. So, you know, if you're looking at a few of those challenges, have a few ideas want to sign up hop on over to our discord to our website born to be wild hs.com uh, check out the listener series tab and uh, read up on that and as i said it'll likely start at the beginning of january so for more information stay tuned 
Awesome. 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 Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Look, looking forward to um, having the next season start and uh, yeah, stay tuned for more info. Hydra, uh, can you tell us please about uh, this past week's listener challenge? Form feet and legs. Form <laughs> arms and torso. And I'll form the head. <laughs> so... <laughs> We our last week's challenge was based on mechs because we had a bunch of mech skins and th- th- that were released and they're super cool. So just wanted to do a little Voltron shout out there. I don't know did, if I did that justice or not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so the idea was to build the largest mech that was magnetized with other mechs using as many as you possibly could. And so we had some submissions there and we ended up with our one and only Goliath the Dwarf who managed to make a 3244 Arcane Nullifier X21 that had, as far as we can tell, at least 10 different magnetic components. And so you can't fully see how long the list is because it seems to go off the screen here. <laughs> it but, yeah, it ran um, off the page. There's more. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I cannot, I cannot see how far it goes, but uh, a clear winner. So, congratulations, Goliath the Dwarf. Um, reach out to us. We'll reach out to you. We'll send you your packs. Thank you so much, everybody, for participating. It's it's always really fun to see what everybody comes up with. And this one I just thought was hilarious because there's there's a whole bunch of things. The missile launchers in there. I see Snip Snap is in there. War gear. It yeah. Congratulations, Goliath. Look at this. It's it's on an arcane nullifier, so it cannot be targeted by spells or hero powers. And so your opponent just can't touch it like they got to run minions into it it's a, a, as it sits right now it's been damaged and it's a 32 44 <laughs> they went for it <laughs> it's, it's like that such, was clever it's the perfect minion to to drop and then magnetize uh i love it great job goliath yeah really good thinking with doing it on a cannot be targeted minion that's that's absolute genius so for our next this coming week's challenge for Frozen in Alterac. Uh, since we're, you know, getting some long anticipated from for a very long time now, free shaman support, we're gonna dust off an old card that maybe you've dusted, maybe you haven't. But for anybody who still has a Murabi, and I do not encourage anybody to craft this card, but if you happen to have a Murabi somewhere in your collection. Uh, this week's challenge is generate as many minions as possible using Murabi. You don't have to play them, but we have to see that you have them in your hand, that they've been generated by Murabi. And so we're going to have a tiebreaker that is uh, the most legendary minions gen- generated by Murabi. So if there's a tiebreaker, if you have you know, one or two legendaries in there, that's going to break the tie. So, uh, and, and if nobody remembers, Murabi is um, the shaman legendary for the free shaman that never happened. <laughs> it's the six mana minion that reads, whenever another minion is frozen, 
add a copy of it to your hand. So this is how you're going to be generating these cards. And coming Tuesday, right? Tuesday when the set drops, we are going to have more freeze cards. So it's probably better to maybe do this challenge post Tuesday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, let's like, let's see everybody's submissions. So this is how you participate. Challenges can be played in casual or in ladder. We, you know, we don't want you to tank your rank trying to do this. So we do accept casual, though you cannot play against a friend in a friendly match. You cannot play against the innkeeper or any of the other you know, solo content things because they're going to let you win. <laughs> Even if it's the AI, they're still going to let you win because they're not trying too hard anyway. <laughs> so only casual, only ladder. Those are the only two things. Take a screenshot, post it in our Discord in the weekly challenges channel. The winner will be announced on next week's show and you will receive two Hearthstone packs on us and you will be immortalized in the Hall of Fame on the Born to be Wild website. Which Nate actually has been updating recently, and I must say it is looking better and better. I I was super astonished when I looked at it the other day. So if yeah, you want to be, it's been killing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So if you want to be immortalized on the website, uh, this is how you do it. I'm really looking forward to seeing all the randomness that everybody gets in their hands and how much you know how much you guys can do. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. Yeah, thank you. I've been working on the website. I'm hoping to finish it up this weekend. It's it's about half done right now, but trying to revamp it, give it a little facelift and stuff. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to seeing what crazy things y'all can come up with. Uh, it, it playing Murabi because it's Murabi, and <laughs> been wanting to play this card for uh, at least a couple of years now. So yeah. Anyways, thank you all for joining us. That wraps up this week's show. For more wild content or to see where you can find us all individually, visit us online at our website, www.borntobewildhs.com. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tune in next week. Uh, next week's special topic will be joined by resident lore master Goliath the Dwarf to talk about the lore behind Fractured and Alterac, which will be so much fun. Uh, we always enjoy doing the lore episodes, and so I cannot wait. Uh, and so, yeah. Um, Excitement abounds. That is right. And so uh, join us next week for another new episode of Born to be Wild. Job's done. Yeah, nice. You got that right. <laughs> <laughs>